I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. One of the best ways that you can cope with feelings of failure or the stresses of success is to embrace a simple fact. The world mostly doesn't care about you. When you are a young creative person, whether a musician or a writer or an artist, you work on your craft with no good sense of who your audience is. If you do a show at lunchtime and 10 people show up at the courtyard to watch you sing or dance or tell jokes, you can give yourself, get, that can give you a huge feeling of satisfaction. Later on, as you achieve more fame, your sense of audience shifts. You expect more people to care about what you're doing. If you put out a record and fewer people buy it than project it, if you write a book and it sells worse than you had hoped, if you tweet out something funny and it doesn't get the likes and retweets that you've grown accustomed to, you might have the tendency to panic or feel especially bad about yourself. Don't. Feel good about it. You're getting back the gift of freedom. People's silence or an audience's distance from you isn't necessarily a negative review. The world is extremely cluttered. It's filled with everything. Much of what you do creatively will not land in the middle of a receptive audience. It will just fall into the world to be ignored by most people and found by a few who react strongly to it, either positively or negatively. This may not speak to your ideas of fame or celebrity, but it does speak to your ideas of creativity. Whether you know it or not, creativity needs a certain amount of isolation to improve your ability to understand connection creativity needs a certain amount of indifference to improve your ability to make a difference creativity needs a certain amount of void so that you can be and create content hey welcome to the black Test podcast i'm your host rod joined as always by my co-host karen and we're live on a sunday ready to do some podcasts and find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the, taser. the unofficial sport Football. and bullet ball extreme um and then of course uh tomorrow i have to get used to saying it but uh tomorrow's only we're going to spotify exclusively only on spotify that's where you're gonna find us if you want to hear us you're gonna have to go on spotify to hear the podcast get the app it's free listen to it free you can download episodes free um and uh yeah we we hope to see you all over there last call to get on the bus this is the last station um if you don't board right now you'll be left behind wondering why everybody left you exactly so make sure y'all do that um the uh the excerpt that i'm reading today is from creative quest of course the book by quest love uh great short read great book i can't suggest it highly enough for creatives um and uh i think that is something that we kind of lose track of when you talk about audience and the reception of the audience because we start building into our minds a sort of like call and response deserve type thing and so a lot of times we end up placing things like failure disappointment and stress and anxiety on ourselves when we really don't have to what like i guess depending on your goal or why you got into whatever art form or Mm -hmm. outlet that you have was it to be the most popular person was it to have the biggest audience was it to have the most response to the things you do was it to be well liked and world renowned was it just to get people's attention you have to understand what are your motivations um this is one of the reasons i always say when people it sounds so corny when people ask us advice for the podcast i'm always like 
you have to be having fun yes if you're not having fun really none of the shit matters it doesn't matter if you're the greatest person in the world if it's a chore to do what you do uh if your brain won't let you have fun and you have to keep reframing things into misery then then this isn't for you you know um or or just understand that the misery is your fun you know that was the thing it took me a, because i'm not one of those people Mm-mm. it took me a while to understand that about certain people yeah, i was like oh people. no the struggle and the downplaying and the pessimism that is their fun it's, it's like yes. people that watch tv shows and they only talk bad about them and you're like oh you're gonna keep watching because you like talking bad because mm-hmm. that is the fun for you yes but you have to make sure on some level you understand yourself and know that if you're having fun or not and if you're having fun the critical reception kind of doesn't matter as much you don't have to give it as much power so if we do a podcast episode and i think it was fucking flawless and great and checked all the marks and it doesn't get as many downloads as the podcast episode where i thought we were sloppy and it wasn't that good that doesn't bother me because i'm not attached to how many downloads as a measure of good or bad now um there was a time when i was when i was looking at our downloads every day and the stats every all the time see that's something i never did right but it was a thing for me to to try to figure out this formula of what works and what doesn't work does it matter when we have a big guest and stuff like there there were times when we have a huge guest on the show and i would be like okay people are gonna like all kinds of people gonna do this this person has millions of listeners to their shows and to their products so that should rub off on us but it didn't happen that way and then there would be random times when me and karen were just talking and being silly and for some reason that that episode would just have the most listens and whatever Mm -hmm. there was no rhyme or reason to this Mm -mm. but the lack of attachment to a certain result allows more freedom so that now that i don't care i'm happier because i'm not looking to see to have my to have the the numbers validate what i feel the same thing when i tweet something out i'm not looking for a certain amount of retweets to prove that that's a valid thought i just said what i said who knows what people are going to do with it if they decide that it's the greatest thing on the earth or the worst thing it doesn't really affect me yeah yeah for me you see this all the time in artists particularly musical artists because those are the for a lot of people uh when it comes to art most people consume their art in musical form people consume it all types of way but the most people in songs and in radio and things like that and if you go back and you look over some of your favorite artists lives some of their artwork that was the most criticized and people gave like the most thumbs down or whatever was some of the artists most freeing work and or, or didn't sell as much but that was the shit they was like this right here i love doing this or you can tell when the artists get to the point where they don't care anymore and they're like oh no 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 i'm going to do this because this is what i'm going to do and these are the things that make me happy if the shit sells it sells and if it doesn't it doesn't um and a lot of times when an artist gets to that point you'll start getting the things that are abstract for the artist you'll start getting the things outside of the normal for that artist because the thing is when people make art uh if people that consume all the time 
they claim that they want different shit but they actually don't because if the shit is new they'll go oh i like this because it's quote-unquote new but then when an artist puts out the second and the third and the fourth album and each album sounds completely different shout out to outcast every single time it's a rejection immediate rejection of it because it's not the same shit like jc's like jc said you want my old shit buy my old album like as an artist the artist ought to be able to grow and evolve that you know they shouldn't be the same just like you were not the same and in the same space in your life as you begin to particularly if you listen to an artist for the uh for long periods of time you ought to want the artist to grow and evolve and change but you have some people they've been rapping about the same shit for 25 30 years they've been putting out the same album for for you know basically the same cut and paste album for years which is fine but you know it's that thing where a lot of times the world doesn't allow the artist to be free and it's one of those things where when you say the world doesn't care that is a true statement the world does not care uh about the artist they just want to consume so the world doesn't care about the artist's mental health the world doesn't care if the artist is free or not <laughs> the world doesn't care about any of that so i was like produce more shit and i will either reject it or accept it so for artists to put out their best product you know the artist really has got to get to the point to where they're free easier said than done you know and it, and it varies per artist um and also when you talk about the audience responses i've realized different cultures respond differently um for black people in general particularly um this this is more of a singing thing we're more apt to let you know hey i like it or like if you perform something live you're more apt to get a amen or hoopa holla you go girl or you go boy like you get you get immediate reactions from us i've seen documentaries and things where black artists were saying like if they perform and they perform to a majority white audience the white audience will like it but the white audience will come on the backside and they'll be like i like your work like 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 it's more of a of a they liked it but they didn't get that immediate response so sometimes you might not think the audience likes your shit when they actually like your shit but they might not hoop and holler and just immediately let you know that it that they enjoyed it so i think a lot of times people put these marks and these uh platitudes on um what's considered successful and what's not considered successful and put unnecessary stress on themselves and put these numbers on themselves when a lot of times they're not warranted well also you don't know who your audience is no or who it will be you may know who it is after you do your work for a while Mm -hmm. but look at artists like no name who you know in her mind thinks i'm doing this super black ass woke music and i don't understand why these white people are the ones at my concerts like why are these white people the ones buying tickets and you know am i doing something wrong or something wrong with me but because she set up this expectation of this woke black audience that was also into you know little baby the baby and shit like that she like she set herself up to feel like there was a void or failure there the other thing is when you talk about the audience free, allowing the artist to be free they never will that's the whole problem like audiences especially at this point we're just very entitled mm-hmm. so i like what quest is saying you have to free yourself you free your mind by being like i'm not attached to the audience i'm not attached to if 20 people show up if a thousand people show up that can't determine the course of my art alone like 
that that can't be the 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 justifies and the goals because because at the end of the day there's no real telling when it's a thousand people or 20 there's like you can't know that in the studio making the song and when you get attached to that idea it's gonna be this many people and you show up and it's not that many people it's like a pain and a failure and a thing that you start to feel but you really have no reason to feel that like there was no obligation there there was you made a thing how it's received is not up to you agree so you have to allow the world you have to detach yourself from the world to have a little bit of freedom that's why you know as interactive as we are with our fans especially me i never talk to fans about listening to the podcast i never do like they if they volunteer to tell me or they say something to us about what was said on the podcast that's totally fine yes but you know and i know some fans almost look at it like an insult when i'm just like oh yeah you know appreciate you listening or you know whatever but when i just you know don't assume that they're always listening and hear everything we say because you know i'll tell them something they'll be like you just said that on the show yesterday and i'm like okay cool 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 because i you might have missed a week you may you could yeah, something could have happened in your life in and out, all you may have been a fan two years ago but now you're not a you're not a fan as that listens all the time but you are a fan that likes that we exist right know? so it's that type of freedom you have to allow and then it helped me because in my mind i don't i don't think i my mind would handle the idea of people being like uh me thinking oh me and this person is real they're a big fan of the show they listen every day and then when they don't i'm gonna feel a way about it you know what i mean like man i miss that this person doesn't listen anymore or this person used to talk to us all the time and now they don't you know and over the years we've gone through that Mm -hmm. everything has a season listeners Mm -hmm. come in the listeners go right but the thing that doesn't have to change is how i mentally approach it so i can't decide if chill is going to continue to listen and call in every week but i can decide to not be attached to the idea of this person being obligated to contribute to the show or, or or calling in and checking on us or anything i can just go you know what it's nice when they do and if they don't that's fine too because i never was expecting it i never felt entitled to it i never felt that they owed us any of that and i think that is so important for the artist whether you make music whether you do podcasts or you do spoken words stand up that shit is so important because i think that keeps you in a healthier place and as he said that void allows you to be to feel to feel content to feel you know okay to feel full um and it allows you to create content yeah and also like you say a lot of times some artists feel feel an obligation to the audience but you actually don't have an obligation like it's i made a product you consume said product and that's literally the end if an artist choose to interact with their fan that's a nice thing but they don't have to but i think we live in an age where people go you put out something you have to interact with me you have to i i you have to know that i exist as a consumer i spent x amount of dollars so now that's the ownership shit now i own you now you have to sing and dance every time i act you or reply to you and that's not true that's that's actually a false statement and i think that um for me i never really had all these obligations i'm like hey i put it out there it is what it is if people come fine if they don't fine like that's kind of how my mind has always been about it and 
I would rather have, and, and it doesn't matter to me the, the, the size of the audience, but I'm about a, the, the vibe of the audience because if you have 10 people to show up to something that you do and them people fuck with you, you're going to have a better time as an artist and they're actually going to have a better time as an audience and the vibe is going to be a true and genuine vibe, which is why you're making your art in the first place. Like, like that's why you make the art for, for your audience. When it's almost like you do something to find a tribe, your tribe finds you because the tribe was looking and they found you. So if I found something, I'm, I'm fucking with it. And so a lot of times, once you find your audience and your audience finds you, the audience can grow because they're going to be like, hey, this is some shit that I fuck with and I think you should like it too. And th- and that's kind of how your audience grows. But a lot of people, they miss that because they so busy looking at how big, how big, how big. Mm-hmm. But it's been times where you can have big numbers and the majority of people in there might not know who the fuck you are. Might be hearing you for the first time. Might be like, this shit is whack. You don't know. So, you know, it's one of those things where I would rather have a smaller audience that fuck with me. That, that That's one thing about our audience that I like. We don't have to have the big audience, the biggest audience. We just have people that like, oh, I just fuck with Rod and Karen. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't know what the future holds. We might get to the point where there might be other people in the room that are outside our audience. I think eventually it will get there. But as of right now, we can actually ha- say, hey, this is our product and our audience likes it. Yeah. And we're, for, at least for me, I'm able to enjoy that because I don't have expectations of right. it should be this. You know, when people talk about, we also get things where people, someone puts out a list and they put out a list and it's like, here's the top black podcast. Here's the top podcast. Here's this. And, you know, we're not always on those lists. Most of the time, we're not on those lists, period. And so, you know, people will be upset on our behalf. Mm-hmm. Like, why didn't they list y'all? And my thing has always been, I never expect to be listed. No. Now, I don't mean that to say, like, I don't think our shit is dope. But just, I don't I don't walk around like, we the, like we're better than everybody. And, and everyone needs to recognize it. I want the awards. I want the, the recognition uh and i think it's just more about protecting my ego it's just because if i was sitting around thinking i need to be on every list then i'd be looking at every list and then i'd be mad at what every list and i'd be looking at other shows and i'd feel more of a jealousy towards the shows rather than a camaraderie towards the shows and i don't like that no and my thing is just like musical lists and all these other lists they're subjective Mm -hmm. and once you realize every list is subjective it's about the the time and that person and and what they're pushing and what they like once you look at it's a bigger picture than just a list a lot of times you won't be as angry and you will not be as upset and a lot of times Times it is better to keep your focus the the role that we have is the role for us mm-hmm. and i really feel like that and as long as we keep on that road everything else is going to fall where it may you know and if it's meant for us we'll get it and if it ain't we won't and i and and i'm just that content with it and i think once you realize that your road is your road and you can't go down anybody else's road you can't go down anybody else's path you can't follow any anybody else's footsteps you just can't because like i said and that's when you allow a lot of people allow like the jealousy the envy and all these other things to cloud their pathway where they don't even know what direction to take whatever art that they're doing because they're too busy looking to the left and looking to the right and end up crashing and wrecking your own life road your own vehicle of life because you don't even realize where you're going and it's one of those things where 
i like to to look straight look forward turn my lights on so i can see where i'm going so i can see the traps that might be laid ahead of me i end up falling into something because i'm too busy looking at you and so um that and that's for me that's one thing that kind of keeps me peace if you listen as an audience member if you don't listen as an audience member if you love us today if you hate us tomorrow if you love if you uh, we've had people that found us and end up a guest we had end up that show end up being their favorite show and they don't listen to us no more i am fine as long as you find your own tribe like it's no there can only be one it's no we can we can we're gonna be the consumer of everything i've never felt like that so for me it makes it easier to just navigate you know this 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 world of creativity I hear you. And I agree. Your metaphor is getting more and more elaborate, too. <laughs> Thank you! Surprise, motherfucker. Alright, let's get into the show. We Thank got you. Corona. I guess that is a good thing. I'm, I'm, I'm getting more elaborate what uh, the metaphors are it's like you know i'm just looking in my lane i'm driving my car i'm turning on yes, my lights yes. i'm checking my rearview mirror mm-hmm. i'm looking at my signal I'm, 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 I'm getting the oil change come on the, it's like you know yes get, getting the tire pressures checked yes the metaphors is growing over there i just noticed it that's all just saying coronavirus coronavirus still out here y'all yeah it is it ain't going nowhere i know you've been told that it's not out here it's still mm-hmm. out here i know i know they told y'all the coronavirus done packed this shit up and went home but them are lies lies i tell you lots of news um uh apparently the winter is coming and it's not just game of thrones Mm-mm-mm. the coronavirus winter is supposed to be pretty harsh um the numbers are jumping up in europe right now where it's a little bit colder than it is here and where they actually did a better job of getting the numbers down than we did here Mm -hmm. even places like germany where they only had like they were just world renowned for handling it so well and they're starting to have a spike um and so uh just the winter is coming i just want to tell people if you've been doing the right things you've been you know did social distancing avoiding large crowds you know maybe you've been eating a lot more staying at home more staying out of the gym things like that you're doing the right things this is really the tough stretch this is going to be the part where uh the numbers are going to jump up everything that we do for the most part is going to need to be done indoors Mm -hmm. um and if you've been able to like you know navigate it this far don't let people's fatigue and the the peer pressure or the political pressure convince you that you're the one that's crazy and you gotta go out and and just i gotta just live my life like don't don't Mm -hmm. fall for that don't fall for it particularly and we haven't even got there yet but you're talking about thanksgiving's coming up christmas coming up and new year's is coming up and a lot of this is family time like this is when family get-togethers happen so you know people are going to have to decide am i going to opt out of family settings this year you know are we going to have to cancel are we going to have to virtually 
uh get together you know just so everybody can be safe you know um and those are choices that everybody's going to have to make or are we gonna have to scale it down where hey instead of 50 people or we have an open house where everybody float through you might only can have five to ten people or, or whatever the case may be and so it's one of those things but that fatigue will get to you but you're like oh we can invite such 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 a we can do we can do what we used to do everybody wear masks and all you need is for one person not to follow the rules not to social distance and then you have a problem um let's see uh mike pence had five staffers five of his aides test positive for COVID 19 and he is going to continue his current schedule of campaigning and travel did he did he, he tested positive too didn't he or he or he never took a test i feel like he never took a test that's what it was okay that makes more sense i was like everyone around him is positive so the odds of him not being positive is very low right and then you know i think when they did the debate they had to put up a glass partition between him and kamala harris because you know he was probably gonna try to give it to her Mm -hmm. um but yeah both him and his wife are said to have tested negative early earlier saturday um but yeah he's gonna continue to go to rallies and all this stuff despite all these people around him having it because he does not care he does not care yeah um (laughs) it's just just amazing uh let's see health agency halts coronavirus ad campaign um the ad campaign that they wanted to do was have um uh the trump administration wanted to spend 250 million dollars to have santa claus uh impersonators do commercials where they would promote vaccines and uh to to people what yeah but there's no completed vaccine yet the fuck is this and they said they were going to also offer the people who played santa claus in the commercials and stuff early access to the vaccine if they're not dead first no what do you mean if they're not dead so you're gonna have them push it i'm pretty sure they're gonna be around people and shit yeah like they're that. saying like once a vaccine was available that which they anticipate being around this christmas they were gonna do a 250 million dollar advertiser campaign with santa claus yeah yeah actors in commercials telling people to try the vaccine yes and i'm about to say odds are depending on how they cut it they're not gonna be social distancing they're gonna have people all up in their face and i was like if if they don't be done caught the coronavirus and die by the time the uh uh vaccine gets here yeah am i uh, missing something yeah i don't understand what you mean by they're not gonna be social distancing and have people in their face okay i guess i'm not understanding are they gonna put the commercial out once the vaccine is here you know yes. yes once what? the vaccine is here. okay i thought you i thought it was like prior to the vaccine i was like that don't make no fucking sense that's stupid no once the vaccine is available they were going which they were anticipating somewhere around the end of the year near christmas they were going to put out an advertiser campaign with fakes with santa clauses who were promoting the vaccine and as part of the 
payment for the they were going to give those santa clauses uh actors they were going to give them uh access to the vaccine early okay i feel you it's still dumb but yes i understand now i i i, I thought it was something whatever go ho 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 merry christmas you know santa claus is coming to town and when i come to town i'm gonna give you the vaccine you're like bitch it ain't out yet that's why i was like you've been uncaught it before we got a vaccine what i think is funny is uh because i saw people kind of downing this idea especially being that it's from the trump administration and they ultimately decided not to do it but um i actually don't think this is that bad of an idea only because i think it is going to take a positive spin on the advertising for the vaccine because people do not trust uh this administration they don't trust uh and this and like so you have people that don't trust this administration for good reason okay Mm -hmm. but then you have people that just don't trust any vaccines then you have trump Yeah, yeah then you have trump's own supporters who've been told by him to at different times different stories about whether the vaccine whether the virus is even a threat whether it's real right whether the effects on it are are even a big deal so i think you will need and it's mostly because of who's in charge yes i think we will need a fucking can advertising campaign something to push, that will instill yeah. confidence and hope and 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 unfortunately that's what it's gonna take i I don't think it should be that way but Mm -hmm. i I can't imagine how you gonna get americans to agree to this shit unless you tell them like yay vaccine is here yeah yeah you have to push it in a form because americans are stupid so you have to push it in a form to make it lighthearted and shit like that and so um from that perspective i i understand um but like i said for me it's just one of those things to where everything was done so bad and so terribly. If this would have been done better, handled better, people would have been truthful up front. You'd have more people more trusting of it, period. But y'all fucked it up. This is y'all fault. So this is a form of a cleanup mm-hmm. to try to fix some shit that you fucked up in the first place. That you didn't have to fuck up. You opted to fuck it up. I agree. First time buyers fuel pandemic related surge in gun char- gun sales. What did, what did they think gonna happen um uh well during the uh pandemic you know because of coronavirus people are at home was locked down it's an election uh year so people are stocking up on firearms um the rise this year has been a spike that is driven mostly by um first-time gun buyers especially among african americans and women Mm-hmm. yeah black women are, 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 are the unless it's changed that's my check they were saying black women are the number one uh people getting their licenses and the number one people in as far as purchasing and shit like that because it's one of these things where we're going white people is crazy white people is nuts the racism went up you know everything just went up you know and a lot of that is <laughs> sad it stems from white supremacy okay white people are nuts so their paranoia has caused me to have to prepare for them acting stupid yep about 40 percent of sales in the first four months of the year were made by first-time buyers far higher than the average annual uh i mean than the annual average of 24 percent over the past two decades gun sales among black americans are up 58 percent through september yeah people feeling like they're gonna have to like they i've heard black people already like worry what's gonna be the outcome if trump loses which is always an interesting thing to me because i worry what happens if he wins and we have four more years of this i think that 
that's far more deadly for us than if he loses even if he loses and his his people are upset about it i don't see that as being nearly as deadly as letting trump stay in charge yeah and also so, you know it's not that though that's that is no concern to me but it is a much lower concern than the alternative it's kind of like when people say oh god i'm getting old i don't want to celebrate my 50th birthday i'm so old don't even talk to me and it's like the other alternative was that you died before 50 come on so you know part you know feel how you feel but pardon my fucking empathy for for being like there's much bigger problems in the world you could not be here you know a lot of people didn't make it to 50 so mm-hmm. you know feel feel sad and depressed if you want to but i just don't need to participate in it with you and that's how i feel about the well if they lose what are we gonna do like i don't know my goal is to make them lose yes and also it's one of the things too black and brown people have been watching the news they've been watching the tv and guess what they've been watching white people acting a motherfucking fool across the country they've seen hate crimes go up they've seen motherfucker karen's uh, showing their asses they've seen people pulling off masks they've seen people spitting on people like you people act like that shit does not impact your psyche it fucking does and they're going oh they're fucking insane and i don't want to be the one that you spit on and give me coronavirus i don't want to be the one you putting off my mask i'm trying to obey the rules i just want you to fucking leave me alone yeah man and you know maybe to some people they want people to feel like you don't know if you're running up on the wrong one with that bullshit so you you call 911 on on me for telling you put up your dog and i might not be the one to pull out a camera phone i might pull out a gun right or maybe they see these proud boys in the streets and now they want to get guns um you know i understand the impulse um although my personal belief is that it's not necessarily going to help anything Mm-mm. but that's the fantasy of the gun in america yes it's always a scenario yeah the fantasy of the gun is that you're going to use it to protect or defend yourself and kill the person coming after you and you know i guess i hope that that's what happens for people if they buy a gun anyone really if that that they'll be using self-defense and to stop someone from trying to do something to you but that's not the reality of how they often use whether it be a child finding it whether it be the gun uh, owner using them on themselves yes suicide Mm -hmm. uh whether it be uh crime whether it be stolen so you know it's just not a very realistic thing but i think it tells you a lot about the psyche of people that sales are going up this time specifically with women and black people who are people that are definitely under the scope of this administration mm-hmm. and so i i can see why they like i'm arming myself because i can't depend on the law i can't depend on the police i can't depend on the criminal justice system i can't depend on the community i can't depend on the media i can't depend on my white allies because i'm getting tired of seeing us get killed and then the only thing about it is a hashtag or a viral video or thoughts and prayers right or a viral video because someone held their phone up like nah i'm gonna just hold my gun up you know i don't want to see you see george floyd you see amaya arbery you see what happened to brianna taylor it's just hard for people to, to to see that and then go well i'll believe in in the system or i'll believe in getting justice some other way nah i'd rather i'd rather have the gun and you know use it and at the end of the day i'm alive 
and pay and and then we can work out what the fuck is up because mm-hmm. right now it's just y'all kill us and then and then we have a trial and we never win that either right right and it's also you know and for a lot of people they're like like you said that they're fed up they're tired like you said a lot of these are marginalized groups and when you feel like oh since nobody's gonna protect me i'm going to protect myself and you know what it's one of those things where uh if i kill you i am willing to to deal with going to jail or whatever it takes like you said the aftermath whatever happens after that happens after that yeah 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 uh say what you want to say but i'll be allowed to tell the motherfucking story yep um at least that's the illusion that people have in their minds with hospitals full of COVID 19 patients idaho board repeals mask mandate they appeal it right the fuck is this this is why voting matters this is why who they put in these uh court systems matter within the states um because you know supreme courts within the states and these are the places that trump are putting these people in so people appeal and 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 be upset and they push it they go to these fuckers and these are the people that stop a lot of these court cases and overturn them and do stupid shit like this yeah i don't know that this is a a judge like a court case okay um most of our medical surgical beds at Kuntanai Health are full, said Panhandle District epidemiologist Jeff, Jeff Lee, uh, to board members in the state's third most populated county. Um, the hospital is at 99% capacity, even after doubling up patients in rooms and buying more hospital beds. Idaho is one of several states where the surge of COVID-19 infections is overwhelming the hospitals, likely in part because of cooler weather and it's sending people indoors. And and also the thing too is that a lot, I'll just say a lot of these places that them flyover states out there in fucking Timbuktu nowhere in the cornfields, a lot of them and they still do. They think that's a city problem, which means it's a black and brown people problem. But you know when you go to a lot of these states, a lot of them. They, because the towns and cities are so small, their hospitals are more scattered. Their hospitals are a lot smaller. You know, if, you know, uh, 300 people get sick, the fucker hospital is full and that's it, you know. And so you have these places where everybody didn't think it was a big deal to the coronavirus decides to go down your little country road and, 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 and start spreading around there. And now you're in a panic and shit. Yeah. You have your president in the middle of the debate saying, uh if you take out the blue countries the blue states we're fine the red states are doing good it's the democratic governors that are killing these states which is not obviously not true but also it just completely ignores that the red states are now spiking because most of the red states are your rural states yes and it just took a little longer to get there they're the least prepared they're mm-hmm. the least um cooperative with the mask mandates right if anything they throw do a lot of stuff the opposite where they're like we gonna hold a we gonna do the sturgis bike rally and shit and it's mm-hmm. like okay well people gonna get it and it's like shut your liberal commie ass up boy yeah and then and they now, have a spike and then yeah. and then a lot of these people that went to that thing guess what they went back to iowa and, and omaha and all these other places they went back to these places and spread it there after they caught it in this town but also you're now you're it's not just that you you weren't even cooperating with the rules right so now you go back to your town where you don't cooperate with the rules you are more spread apart so it takes a little longer to to spread in the community 
except most of these places are places where it gets cold yes and then they go indoors and there's and they still haven't you know relented to like these are the smart practices so that's why you're seeing these jumps now and then on top of that because they vote republican the people that are in charge are doing stuff like voting four to three to end this mask mandate even though they were told that hospitals are facing staff shortages and physician fatigue right because you probably got doctors working long hours or there's only three doctors in the whole town or uh, however the power is set up and they're like y'all can't work these doctors to death the hospitals are full and that's the thing nobody's going to be held accountable and responsible for this shit they constantly want to cut the pay and they don't want to pay these people what they're worth well it's the new thing they're doing and i saw this today coming out of the white house which man uh but yeah I, board member walt kirby said he was giving up on the idea of controlling the spread of the virus <laughs> i personally do not care whether anybody wears a mask or not if they want to be dumb enough to walk around and expose themselves and others that's fine with me nobody's wearing the damn mask anyway i'm sitting back and watching them catch it and die hopefully i'll live through it yeah and a lot of lot that's why you have people regular ass people doing what they want to do because everybody's like i'm tired of fighting y'all it's like it's like it's like it's like a fight that you can't win they're like you're killing me because you're stupid and i'm tired of me dying i just hope i live through your stupidity like why why am i gonna here's my thing and it's still stupid but you're in charge this is not like you giving up this is a person on the fucking board you have a vote you have a say you yeah, can you, try to stop this yes yes so and, I don't, and this is your job yes completely yeah. different this is this is bullshit this is they're selling us bullshit as if like listen i personally realize that it's stupid to not wear a mask but who am i to say bitch you you the one supposed to say you are sitting in the who am i to say seat yes and a lot of these people aren't stupid they're very smart and intelligent people to get all the facts and the numbers and statistics and you know what this also shows this person does not care about the populace that they are supposed to represent uh, another member voted against it and said something's making these people sick and i'm pretty sure that it's not coronavirus so the question that you should be asking is what's making them sick he told the panel of medical professionals who were testifying oh that's who they were talking to when they said the stupid shit that's who they were talking to oh i know the mother i'm i know they was like let me burn this motherfucker down this is my whole job my whole job is about public health and safety and you're being ignorant and you're telling me that they're not what the fuck are they dying for then are from they're dying from coronavirus coronavirus is a real thing <sighs> republican governor vote, Brad, vote these fuckers out of office y'all i don't i don't know where this is but vote vote I, uh, I think i said what iowa or idaho idaho um republican governor brad little has declined to issue a statewide mask mandate or limit crowd sizes beyond requiring social distances at large events in businesses which is seldom enforced instead he has left it up to local health departments and school districts to make the tough decisions that sometimes come with blowback from the public and that's the thing too you're an elected official let's say you're not going to get reelected because you stood up against the coronavirus hey man that's the job 
that's why we elected you right sometimes you have to be the one that does the unpopular thing for everybody else and you stand up for the people and you go you know what i know it's not popular you know what else wasn't popular being against lynching come on in the 19 early 1900s late 1800s it was unpopular for white politicians whether democrat or republican to come out and be like you can't just lynch a fucking black person because you think they did some shit you know and yeah if you came out against it you were probably gonna lose but guess what you were right to be against it and that's how i look at this coronavirus shit like if you're gonna lose your election your re-election bid because you said i'm gonna save your fucking lives then that's okay that's the cost you you shouldn't even be able to have that job without being willing to pay that cost come on that should be the that should be the fucking point of the job it's like well you know what they aren't gonna re-elect me but god damn it i did what i was supposed to do <sighs> anyway um let's see um north dakota is overwhelmed by cases so many they actually told residents to do their own contact tracing what how how it is they are getting so many cases they have a backlog in covid19 uh investigations which has caused a delay in calls that where you call and check people and go hey you you came in contact with someone you need to go get tested and a lot of this y'all know a lot of this doesn't have to be like this like and and i think that's the most frustrating part because if the federal government was functioning the way that it should y'all know what federal government would send federal aid to these places and so they could hire and staff more so they could do the tracing and do all the shit that they needed to do if you had a federal government that was functioning right they would actually send the supplies and 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 put the funds in there so that they could actually do what they needed to do versus everybody were like fuck it you're on your own yep they said they are finalizing a plan on how to move forward in the wake of all the positive cases but declined to offer any new details on the new strategy um <laughs> yeah own systems that are already underfunded and constantly get chopped and cut because that that's the thing everybody thought about budget 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 but everybody they, they cut the funds to the shit that you actually need the most you cut it towards school, you cut it to education, healthcare, you know, colleges and shit like that. Like, like that's where you cut a lot of your funds. And you be like, well, they pass, they pass these fucked up laws. They be like, well, make it on your own. But we already understaffed. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, they want you to do it yourself. If right. you get coronavirus, they want you to be the one calling people and shit. Impossible. Hello. Hey man. Uh remember how i came out your house the other day uh i just want to tell you i know this is kind of awkward man but <laughs> i got coronavirus and I, I think you might got it too and you need to you know i just want to call you and let you know get yourself checked out okay you you know how this call gonna be do it for me hello hey girl um i just want to oh sorry oh oh sorry my phone <laughs> phone's still going off i got another call girl hold on <laughs> i got i gotta click on three but let wait me, a minute let me let me let, put them on hold you know what? i'm gonna hang up on them <laughs> all right okay I'm, I'm gonna try to call you again girl okay uh call <laughs> me again hello 
hello hey hey girl i'm just calling to tell you that i think that uh you might be exposed to coronavirus what who is this playing on my phone uh did, no this is karen i'm you know oh, okay. i'm just calling to let everybody know that uh they got a uh, coronavirus uh and i don't know what to tell you and uh, the person on the other end guess what they're gonna say bitch get off my phone click because you know they don't coronavirus ain't real I, that's how most of them phone calls gonna go because they're talking to other white folks that don't right. give a damn and wearing masks they're gonna say bitch get off my motherfucking phone right you talking to people in the states that don't believe in it they're gonna be like coronavirus i don't know you got the wrong number who's the coronavirus this is so goddamn ridiculous ain't it stupid oh my god um uh, megan kelly joins a revolt against uh governor gavin newsom california governor gavin newsom on sunday who basically put out some restricting thanksgiving guidelines yes because they know for thanksgiving motherfuckers are like i got i hadn't seen my family since last year i hadn't seen my family since march and you know this is the time of the year that i just got i i, I just can't help myself i got to see my family and they're like okay but put some rules around it and people go no we won't do the same thing we used to they're not saying not to see your family at all i'm not even saying not to do that but but just have rules and regulations and restrictions around it and people are going nope yeah he said um if you're gonna hold thanksgiving you gotta you gotta you gotta have some fucking um social distancing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and white people are not taking this shit well at all mm-hmm. um i believe he said um you have to and then there's a and it's the conservative stupid he-man woman haters club it's why i always say Megan kelly make america great again kelly um is just it's the feminism what kanye west is the racism mm-hmm. you just can't like when people try they made a whole fucking movie about her with bombshell and shit trying to make her a sympathetic figure and fucking white people get on my motherfucking nerves especially white women that if you were if you say anything mean about megan kelly who is a fucking overtly racist person if you fucking say anything about her they go well i mean listen um it's not okay what roger ells did that doesn't make it okay and it's like no one's fucking saying that but i'm not gonna root for this fucking racist right like you can't like it's you know hitler got beat up in high school okay i don't know what the fuck killed a lot of people too like this person is terrible you know i when uh when um what's when the trump the president got sick with coronavirus like i I don't know what to tell you it doesn't turn me into some different human being where all of a sudden i don't understand that this motherfucker is evil right so you know anyway uh but gavin's doing his best i know there's people in california that have issues with him they say he opened up too soon he did things not you know whatever but um he's he's been saying like look you gotta have your um thanksgiving outside makes sense which i mean it's california is it really gonna be impossible to have thanksgiving outside i don't i don't I mean, i've never lived there it's like 80 to 90 every day who knows <laughs> yeah i've never lived there so i don't want to speak with any authority on whatever goes on in california like that i know like we have some friends that have lived in california but 
i don't know in my mind i just always assumed that thanksgiving wasn't really like the snowy inside mm-hmm. thanksgiving that we picked on the east coast right so i don't know why the idea of like listen you can do it but it's basically got to be like a picnic or a cookout you got a social distance yeah i think you can use the bathroom inside but basically not together and then they have, the bathroom has to be clean uh six feet you know man mm-hmm. uh six feet of course social distancing mask on if, unless you're eating um no singing makes sense and and these white people mad as shit megan kelly mad as hell about it adam carolla mad as hell about it uh talking about how many sheep are going along with newsom's thanksgiving protocols uh rob snyder's unfunny ass dear emperor gavin newsom during our allotted three family limit this thanksgiving if my aunt comes over can i throw her a slice of turkey from the window we promise not to sing we will all just whisper please recall fucking gavin newsom or something like that um yeah this is like these fucking like white conservatives are crazy and it's only white people that are, have a problem with this on this like they yes. cherry pick the the big accounts and it's all just these white conservatives mike tate is governor newsom trying his best to deliver california to donald trump because this is insane yes yeah, wow white people mad as shit about this right because they ain't dying from it is uh, is it me and i know you know black and brown people you know some of us don't like the rules and regulations but we actually don't do this shit we are the black and brown people that are outraged and mad and shit that they tell us to wear masks yeah like i said it's just like it's just different they white people like really feel uh, like they, this is that, an attack on their freedom because they've never experienced they've never experienced actual a uh, lack of freedom yes so they don't know that this isn't it Mm-mm. they think this is it this is like hey take care of yourself and others and they're like fuck that you can't make me do you can't make me cover my mouth you're like what are you talking about this is literally scientists are telling you to do this fuck them scientists i decided you know and and uh, uh, it's just crazy to me um and and they turn it into this weird like manhood thing mm-hmm. you sheep you pussy listening to scientists who are trying it's like what trying are you, to save your lives like what are you doing and I, it's only because they think it can't happen to them or if it does yes. they'll be fine correct anyway that's just super disappointing uh all right let's get into some other news um let's see uh what else we got um offset cardi b's uh maybe husband husband yeah they didn't get divorced i know she filed but i don't think they gotta actually like they went through the process they're still married he got arrested following a confrontation with the police filmed on instagram live oh yeah they said thirty-five thousand people were watching the video uh live on instagram when the incident occurred um and the cops basically said uh he had gun they were waving guns around and that they was gonna arrest him because him and his friends was waving around guns so once again i don't know what the fuck is happening over there at that house Mm -hmm. or in their lives what's true what's not true i have no idea no seem like they got some real baby boy type love going on there and uh good luck to them lawyers say they can't find 545 immigrant uh, migrant children 
separated by trump administration yes that was the whole purpose that was the whole purpose of locking them up and putting them in cage did i say that wrong they said they can't find the parents of the 545 children my bad i think i might have just said they said they can't find the children but to me yes it's missing children too yeah 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 but i'm I'm trying to be clear with what i'm reading okay um to me just as fucked up Mm -hmm. you can't find you made a new policy of separating the children from the parents right that's you and then you say that we're doing this not as a deterrent but just you know for just it's more practical and all this stuff put the children in cages and stuff and their argument is like obama's administration built the cages then didn't use them what does that how does that make sense how does that make you better it's like so that's like being like but obama's administration had nukes yeah but you don't have to use them you're still worse for using them anyway uh if that's even true but that's their excuse i listened to the debate that was their excuse but my point being it was always supposed to be a scary deterrent it was supposed to be like don't even come here we will keep you from your children and that doesn't sound like what you do to rapists right or coyotes or whatever this sounds like what you're doing to families yes yes because the whole purpose is to destroy the family to set make them them the the example because the 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 thing about it that's uh even more fucked up about this whole situation is that a lot of these children had family members in the states that was like hey i will take we we will come we're related we have proof that we're related we will come and get these children they would even let them go to their own family members they would rather keep these kids locked up the fact that they say it's not supposed to be about scaring people it's not supposed to be about that but you're the same people that said there were caravans of migrant gangs coming to america that just magically disappeared after the midterm elections come on and all of a sudden that was gone remember those mm-hmm. you demagogue brown people you demagogue immigrants to this country from brown places and yet at the same fucking time i'm supposed to believe you had the best interest of these children in mind no you didn't even keep records of whose child belonged to who how is that even fucking possible that's so so simple how do you even lose track that way this is unconscionable the fact that people felt that this was something america with could withstand and would come out better for at this administration that started on mexicans are rapists and criminals and gang members and they're coming to america that was his first fucking thing he said coming down the steps from trump towers this is what a lot of people wanted Mm -hmm. the fact that there were people who stood by and either let it happen or thought we'll be fine no big deal what's really the difference between him and hillary clinton anyway that shit is what pisses me off because we this is stuff we knew we were we knew this would come to pass and the depths of their depravity know no fucking bounds no it does not and also it's one of those things to where uh we used to hold these children in the u.s now the the, a lot of those children are in mexico like they won't even let the children come across the border like they've actually made agreements with mexico to actually hold those children in mexico (laughs) versus allowing those children to come back to the states and some of a lot of those children possibility are actually american citizens 
right um in this case uh in like this policy the more than 1,000 parents were separated from children under the pilot program um uh which was this border this um this like um uh zero tolerance policy they started in 2018 that was like we're gonna separate the children and parents so they had a pilot program in 2017 and then uh in 2018 uh is when uh they had uh the policy was ended by executive order well they were keeping track of 2800 families under the like official program but during the pilot i guess a thousand parents were separated from children well more than a thousand and then already deported before a federal judge of california ordered that hey you need to go find the parents of these children Mm -hmm. they had to be ordered by a federal judge to even do that they didn't even they weren't gonna do that that that's why i say it's the point the point is go back to your country we took your children tell people if they come here we will take their children they better they are not welcome in america anymore we will take your children and leave you you will lose the thing that you brought here to protect that is this is evil yes and what's even more and i guess in my mind more fucked up about it is that there are a lot of uh people in this country and even a small percentage of black people that, that had no compassion for these people and it's like nigga you can't your ancestors came on a motherfucking boat this same goddamn tactic was used how can you not have compassion for people being ripped for their fucking families i remember us covering them goddamn stories about children being molested children being raped about about little girls having their periods and they're just letting them bleed about lice and shit like that they were spreading because they would have one comb and it's one of those things where motherfucker just because you're black and you're here in america your citizenship is up on trial too like a lot of people fail to realize we are no better than they are we are literally all in the same boat you're just finding out who the fuck you are when when people go well when hitler was in germany people could have stopped him you're finding out who you are right now if you're sitting around going oh it's kind of both sides if you're sitting around going well i mean i disagree with some of these policies but you know i don't want to you know wish anything bad on the man like you're finding out who you are you know you're fine because because this is evil this there aren't two sides of this there isn't a, a nice way to spin this it's only fucked up yes it's evil and it's cruel and it's one of those things where you know just like uh black people and slaves wanted people to stand up for them you need to stand up for these people's rights too but for some reason we think not we in general but some of us think we're above that and we we think we're separated from it and we don't think they would directly impact us like we won't be impacted by these rules because don't you think that the same rules they apply to them they won't try to apply to us also so it's like we are not an exception to the rules so don't be ignorant and don't be stupid and don't be dumb when you see them doing this to other marginalized people we're on the menu too actually the whole purpose is to actually get to us so don't feel safe don't ever get to the point that you ever think you above them stripping your rights as a citizenship don't ever don't don't ever think that you are above that because that's what they're attacking yeah they did this to children man 
like this uh, this is why voting matters there's a level of evil here that just you there's no justification for this shit you know like like i i'm i as as progressive as i am i understand the idea of why you have a policy about who comes in and out of countries and Mm -hmm. track people and vet people and stuff i understand that i don't find that to be so insane i know Mm -hmm. a lot uh you know on twitter it's just easy to be like fuck it open borders everyone come through don't check shit you know i know that's the woke thing to say but i understand that if i was running a country the same way if i was running anything you 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 know and and part of my job was you know checking out who the fuck was where doing what sure i get that you're gonna always have some level of immigration policy but to act like there's no difference this is what that simple shit gets us is this because now everyone knows the fucking difference um matter of fact let's move into uh fucking with black people um let me see what fucking with black people do i want to play today there's so many good ones mm-hmm. okay. um i haven't played this one in a while 25 work twice as hard no matter how high the bar is i give it a hundred not fucking dracaris 50, all right it's time for fucking with black people the game where we read articles from all around the globe and we assign point scores from zero to a hundred intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with as black people today's contestants everybody mark lamont hill is gonna vote democrat for the first time in 24 years i'm happy honestly why because it finally proves what the fuck i've been trying to tell these people for for years now and they all laughed at me they mocked me i lost friends over it Mm -hmm. i was told so many bad things but vote shaming works yeah vote shaming works mm-hmm. shame these niggas keep up that intensity we clowned this man for four years straight until he changed his 24 year pattern of throwing his motherfucking vote to the trash okay so uh the same way i'm happy that snoop voted for the first time and shaq voted for the first time shaming is working on these niggas and anyone that tells you the the, it doesn't is a goddamn lie they never present proof for why it doesn't work they just tell you it doesn't work which is a lie it works we gotta shame these niggas we gotta clown them and we gotta make their ass act right i'm tired of people being stupid he's entirely too smart to be this dumb now we can listen to his reasoning and it's not the greatest reasoning but 
i'm just glad he got to the right column you know i think it would be better if he had some integrity and said yeah i, I fucked up in 2016 because uh we'll get into that but he says i'm going to vote uh i've never not voted he said in a one minute and 30 second clip posted to his instagram page uh i have voted for the green party for the last 20 years by the way the reason i hate the green party voters more than anything um other than uh people that vote republican is that they never do it because they endorse the policies of the green party they never present policies and try to change your mind they just keep going well i hate republicans i hate democrats and you're like okay so but what is the green party exactly running on right like where where is the difference for you where where are they stronger to you what why are they a more viable alternative how are they courting your vote and my vote other than just showing up every four years and going but we hate these other guys right and we're like no that what how's that a policy yeah but i mean to me this sounds the a lot of the reasons to vote for the green party sound a lot like why republicans tell black people to vote for them what do you gotta lose democrats ain't doing shit for you anyway mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of shit where you're like one those aren't really true but but like i do have something to lose we've seen it the last four years and democrats have done things for black people we've seen them be repealed in the last four years too um anyway uh so he says um I think it depends on how you understand voting because uh she was uh the person interviewing him asked how could he throw his vote away he says i think voting is absolutely harm reduction it's a tactic to buying time sometimes the goal of voting is to build long-term visions and sometimes it's to stop an immediate harm there have been many elections when the distinction was relatively minimal and i think the distinction has been relatively minimal and i thought i would it was important to build up grassroots support for the green party here's the thing that is such a that is that is such a misplaced point of view that's to say minimal there is so what exactly is minimal when has it been minimal the difference between the democratic presidential candidate and the republican presidential candidate when has it ever been minimal since the voting rights act was passed when has it been minimal like like even when you there were times where we thought uh this republican is more moderate than uh you know some extreme republican and that's why they won right even then it was never minimal like that is really weird to say minimal there because it's never really minimal like like we know things get worse for black people specifically under republicans period every single fucking time that's the statistics show every time so when you say minimal there who are you talking about because what i hear is it's minimal for me correct that's what i hear because it's never minimal for everybody there's way too many people in america for us to throw the most marginalized people in the fucking pit because we don't feel good about our vote we didn't get we didn't get our dick sucked enough by the by the current person running for office so fuck everybody time to go third party on this one 
time to throw this vote in the trash time to not vote at all because i didn't get my personal you know fucking stroking off so hey sorry everybody sorry people that are really fucking depending on me to to do to, to make the right decision um he says the political moment is on fire i would say the vulnerable american it is always on fire but trump isn't watching the fire he is putting gasoline on it and joe biden and donald trump are both problematic candidates but i don't think they are the same um every single candidate that has ever been held any office at any point has been problematic because every single human being on this planet is problematic mm-hmm. i hate that fucking word i really do it means nothing now well they're both problematic no one of these motherfuckers is decidedly fucking worse there should be another word for if 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 everyone's problematic then we might as well stop bringing it up there should be another word then because that word means nothing if you look at both of them and go yeah they both it's like me going uh we all make mistakes and then oj simpson goes yeah we all make mistakes nigga somebody's mistakes a little worse than some people's mistakes <laughs> i forgot to take the chicken out and put it in the in the in the sink that's not the same okay like the, the, the mistakes is different for different <laughs> folks get the fuck out of here uh four more years of donald trump is not only dangerous for the vulnerable here in america but he is dangerous for any type of movement as much as i dislike joe biden he can be moved he can be persuaded so for the first time in 24 years i'm going to vote democrat nothing he said cannot apply can cannot be applied to 2016 that's the shit that bothered me and this is why i tell you because they won't come out and apologize they won't come out and say they got it wrong they'll just keep because they never have to take any responsibility integrity accountability none of that shit they just keep moving forward as if nothing happened as if we just gotta go oh yeah yeah we want to hear your political commentary again it's like no you should have to admit i called that one wrong i fucked up everyone was telling you you fucking up right now and it was like nope i got the attention in the pulpit and this right here is still kind of that right it's still kind of oh while we're talking let me get your attention i it's time for me to take the spotlight y'all i need to hold a press conference i'm gonna vote democrat which is something you didn't have to tell us yeah but but you know you've been telling us how you vote how you don't vote democrat for the last how many years right so but you but but you need the attention it's the attention of it you know what i mean hey y'all it's your boy uh it's your boy mlh and uh i don't know if you've been noticing but things are kind of crazy right now i don't know if you've seen my mentions but uh i'm gonna go ahead and do it for y'all i'm gonna go ahead and bless you with this blood out democratic vote y'all welcome okay you know what i'm saying i'm doing it for the little people you know what i'm saying the little people that need the help you know uh for the but it's like bro they needed the help in 2016 just say you called it wrong man it would make everyone feel a little bit better if you just was like dog i fucked up my bad other people did it eddie glaw did it like i don't like like you won't lose your seat at the table you won't lose Mm -hmm. your standing in the community if anything i think it helps when you come out and go yeah i I was wrong i have a way of thinking about these things and clearly this was the wrong time to be promoting that shit the same thing they promote that they, they pay fucking people in russia to tell black people to do i was doing for free my mistake didn't even get a bag my bad (laughs) y'all 
anyway zero to 100 karen i give this a 50 uh hmm i'm just a little irritated but it ain't worth putting effort to get highly upset because i hate to be like this it's one of those things where it's like i kind of don't care you know because with him it is what it is you know because like you said people reaching out people's telling him he ignored them and then he went silent on the whole matter he was nowhere to be found for a while and now he's showing back up i don't care yeah a uh, hundred for me a hundred because you you actually just reminded me of why i was gonna go 75 but it's a hundred because it's the smugness of 2016 there's no apology there's no admitting you got it wrong there's no recognition of being wrong and other people telling you how wrong you were um and especially for the fact that everything you claim to care about trump made fucking worse yes so and you knew that was gonna happen he said four years ago this is gonna help us towards some fucking progressive utopia and here you are now four years later hoping joe biden can save us you made this happen if you we could have been we could have had a four-year head start and with no reset button on the progressive uh ideals under hillary clinton because you know who else could be pushed to the left hillary clinton yes if you think joe biden can be pushed so can hillary we saw it happen literally from 2008 to when she ran in 2016 we saw her policies move more and more left because she was trying to get with the times Mm -hmm. period she was like okay cool we we moving to the left black lives matter everything let's go we could have been in another universe four years of uh organizers still pushing her to the left something that he just said yeah you can't even do that to trump right so what were you even fucking thinking four years ago when you told us he was gonna somehow be better for us when we came out of this and you know what i'm trying to tell you right now in this other universe y'all to call hitler couldn't a bitch but you know what we wouldn't have had no two hundred thousand people dying yeah it's just it's so yeah it's a hundred for me man i i, I it's a hundred i really can't think of it any other way because it does make me mad and um i'm still it's not dracarys because i'm still glad that he came around or whatever mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. i'll take the vote period it doesn't really matter same but yeah you'd be a fool to not notice what you'd be a fool to not notice what's happening with this shit you mm-hmm. know and it just all feels like a weird type of grift like you know here here i go with the come up again you know what i mean so all right let's go into another one uh orlando worker fired after speaking out about letter that warned employees of layoffs if biden won a central florida worker who spoke out about a letter from his boss threatening layoffs if joe biden wins the election has now been fired if trump and republicans win the election dmc will hopefully be able to continue operating more or less as it has been operating lately uh said daniels manufacturing corporation president george george daniels uh the letter went on to say however if biden and the democrats win dmc could be forced to begin permanent layoffs beginning in late 2020 early 2021 after the letter went out stan smith spoke uh 
is an employee he spoke with the news about it everyone has a choice to make their own decision i don't feel like it was correct to do something like that that's like me coming to work i should come in here and i should wear a black lives matter shirt bring out hats and pass them out to everyone i felt like it was unfair this week smith has been fired he's a black man who said that Mm -hmm. he believes daniels the president of the company that makes tools and electronics for the military aerospace and aircraft industries ordered his termination because he didn't like that what he told w-e-s-h-2 news when reached by phone october 16th george daniel said he'd been sending the same kind of letter for many years and he had a duty to inform his workforce of the possible job consequences depending on the outcome of the presidential election when this is ever fucking normal job i've worked for enough companies to know that jobs don't do that bullshit smith has now hired an attorney who was preparing a lawsuit yeah goddamn right open and shut case i i go from being fine to you pushing me at the front door under what causes yep and i mean he didn't directly say you gotta go vote for trump but i mean that ain't very far from basically implying if you don't vote for trump or um, you gonna lose your job right what else are you saying and a lot of times what why do we go this irritates me because we have to go to these stupid fucking seminars that only white people ignore when they tell us don't talk about politics like they the whole fucking purpose of hr is to tell you just to come to work and do your goddamn job but yet the the the, this person can come out and talk about politics and hr don't give a fuck there's something wrong with that yep zero to a hundred oh this gets a hundred yeah the fact that just coincidentally this man gets fired after this shit <laughs> right it's a very it's almost like an open and shut case they right. do this shit and i'm pretty sure somebody was like hey we're going to get a lawsuit guarantee if you have a, a competent hr department somebody told y'all and they was like fuck it the lawyers then yeah so i give it 100 as well this is uh it seems very retaliatory yes to me so uh all right let's get into some other news uh let's see what should we talk about um you know what let's do some uh let's do some guest race okay um i know we got to do some uh some more stuff uh we got at 3 30 we're gonna be on um for our nerds twitch uh i mean for our nerds uh i'll send out the link but we're gonna be doing a uh, roundtable about Lovecraft Country. Yes, and then uh, for those premium people, we'll be doing uh, Fear the Walking Dead later tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Later tonight. So, let me start wrapping this up. Let's do guess the race. It's time to guess the race. It's time to guess the race. It's time to guess the race it's time to guess the race that's right guess the race is the game where we go all around the globe find different articles uh about different stories and then we have our audience and karen guess the race of the people involved and of course everyone playing the game is racist um now this case we're guessing the race of the woman uh who was the victim of this crime okay okay so we're not guessing the race of the perpetrator of the crime because for some reason they still haven't told us who the perpetrator of the crime is <laughs> they haven't told us who did the crime which will be clear in a few seconds okay 
It was the red-eye flight from Las Vegas. Pretty much everyone on board was sleeping. One woman in the back was woken up in the most disturbing way. I've never been more ready to come back home until the end. Detroiter Alicia Beverly could not wait to get back, ironically, from Sin City. It was just a girl's trip. I was with my sister. Did you guys have fun? Yeah. <laughs> have fun. Monday night, curled up in a back seat next to her sister on board a Delta flight. Alicia was asleep until... It started to get warm on this side of me. In that sleepy haze, right at eye level, something unexpected. I jump up and I seen his private area out, so I screamed and that woke everybody on the plane up. By the time I actually looked at him and I see him shaking himself off, I'm like, this man just peed on me. Her scream getting the attention of an off-duty off. That's right. A man peed on her on a plane. Officer on board. In the midst of me doing all that, I looked, it was like a puddle of pee in the seat. Alicia says the officer rushed over, restraining the man, who turned out to be a well-known pastor from North Carolina. Sources. A well-known pastor from North Carolina. And this happened like a week ago. We still don't know. 11 days ago this happened. We still don't know who it is. Hmm. I don't know who it could be. Tell us the pastor had an apparent bad reaction to a sleep aid. He didn't say anything the time, the whole time he was standing there. Just Hmm. like you were a bathroom. Yeah. Alicia sat in those wet clothes for hours before oh. landing at Detroit Metro, where the pastor was taken into custody. He hasn't been charged yet. The FBI handles incidents in the air. They'll make a decision on charges. Meanwhile, Alicia is filled with anxiety. And pee. I worked yesterday because I couldn't stay, but I had to tell them why I needed to leave because... It was a lot. Like, my anxiety was really bad. Like, I literally, since then, I probably only got maybe, like, four hours of sleep. She's grateful, Mm. though, for the officer who took charge. Yeah, I guess you probably wouldn't be able to sleep if you were asleep and then someone peed on you on a plane or whatever. It probably would fuck up your ability to have a peaceful sleep Mm -hmm. for a while. Because, like, if someone peeing on me, what's on my leg? Oh, oh, okay, it's just, it's just the sheets. Oh, God, I thought, thought he was back in the house. I'm literally very thankful that he was on there and something was able to be done right away and it wouldn't have been like my word, just my word against his, it was somebody on there to actually see. We spoke with the pastor's camp by phone. They're choosing not to comment right now. As for Delta, they referred us to local police. Reporting All in right. Romulus, Jessica Dupnack, Fox 2 News. Karen, guess the race. of the woman who got peed on black karen's going with the black let's check the chat room see what they believe the race is Mm-mm-mm. you hate to pee it uh the pastors oh, no. camp the fuck okay detroit equal black black and yellow black and yellow black and yellow black and yellow says Wangangi. Oh. r kelly black black and she had every right to stab him nobody had a change of clothes poor girl black she black but whiteness protects his ass so we know he white black the correct answer is she was black everyone got it why do we still not know that pastor's name that's a big deal right and it's obvious the news knows his name because they They, said they they contacted him right so it's obviously somebody don't want this shit to come out 
i'm gonna google this pastor p on plane who was it damn that's basic um yeah you might get a lot of hit results <laughs> will graham denies being on denies on twitter being the famous pastor who who peed on a plane so it's, so it's, uh, is will graham billy graham's son or something one of them grams well yeah so so he says it wasn't him and then the fbi has refused to name who it is this is crazy why are they protecting but it's some real motherfucking um the righteous gemstone shit happening here like <laughs> how powerful are these people all right let's go to the next one um attorney turned serial bank robber quit his job confesses oh, to crimes mm-hmm. oh so he he getting to the money he is getting to the money and uh everybody robbed okay <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, not I meant to do. It does hurt <laughs> when I'm taking your money. <laughs> he found himself on the wrong side of the law, appearing in federal court today. He's accused of robbing several banks across Miami-Dade and is now facing charges. Local 10's Hatzel Vela joins us live with the latest. Hatzel. Today's prosecutors telling us today that had he not been arrested, this former attorney told them that this would have been his next next target, this bank here in Coral Gables. We're also learning that prior to these incidents, he traveled around the world. One of the places he last visited was Colombia, where he met a woman that later became his fiance. had plans to go back to Colombia, and because of that, prosecutors believe he's a flight risk. In federal court today, we learned... 41-year-old Aaron Honaker quit his attorney job, and today prosecutors say he was broke and desperate, told them he was homeless. Part of the reasons, they argued, he is a flight risk. These are pictures that, according to investigators, show Honaker robbing several banks, always the same M.O., a note to the teller demanding cash. He was only able to take cash in two incidents, about $1,850 in total. Here's the map that shows you all the banks targeted between September 30th and October 15th. Five in total, mostly in Coral Gables, except for one in Aventura. On Tuesday, despite trying to get away, Coral Gables police finally caught up with him. The criminal complaint says Honaker had a ballpoint hammer tucked into his waistband, a green pocket notebook which inside had instructions on how to commit a bank robbery. Yeah, they Google this shit? does he have my adhd what is this <laughs> it's like how i go to microwave some hot pockets and then i throw the box in the trash and i gotta get it out the trash i'm like yeah wait a minute uh I did didn't it say do it right did it say take two minutes or one minute then, how many then, can i do then throw it down then be like fuck what did it say again pick it right. up right is that what he was doing but with robbing banks yes it was his instructions walk in the door pull out hammer wait hold on pull out hammer was that Wait, did I supposed to pull out my hand before I walk in the door or after I walk in the door? All right, is, am I supposed to take four to five steps or eight steps? Let me check these instructions again. Put the money in. And he only got two out of the five banks right. to give him money. Right, most of us like, beat it. Now, get out of here. You're being a nuisance. <laughs> what they do, they, they, they take the note and tore it up and was like, beat it before we before we call the cops. Robbing the bank during COVID seems so impossible. Right because i've been in the bank man they be like they got all kinds of glass shielding and shit up there now like you got a social distance leave the money six feet on the ground and step back six feet 
then i'm gonna come over six feet yes and then they uh have uh some banks that i've been into where they have like a revolving door that they can actually lock which means you hit that motherfucker they can actually lock you in there Mm-mm-mm. and four folded notes with his demands to tellers he later told investigators he carried the ballpoint hammer with him during the robberies to escape any glass man traps triggered by bank security so he was thinking of what you said well, you said they hit the button and trap you in there. Mm-hmm. He said, nah, I can just use the hammer to break the window and get out. And we must uh, tell you that Honecker did confess to his crimes. The judge, the federal judge today, agreed that he is a flight risk. And because of that, he is staying in jail. For now, reporting live. All right, Karen. Guess the race of Mr. Aaron Patrick Honecker. White. Okay, Karen says that Honecker's white let's mm-hmm. check the chat room and see what they believe Ball- Hanekin is white <laughs> should have uh used almost should have used almost got away with it as a manual white wasn't a good attorney if he was that broken homeless mediocre white johnny utah tried to stop him but he surfed away <laughs> did he then shoot it to the air until his gun was uh empty? <laughs> uh caucasian from the caucus mountains white whitest of the white people white wanted that booger sugar from columbia white the correct answer is you all got it correct white oh he very white he had a mask and a social distancing and everything he had no business robbing people what a waste of white privilege okay you supposed to be somewhere voting for trump and this how you do Mm-mm-mm. all right let's go to the bonus round of guess the race what time is it it's time to guess the race 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 bonus round against the race where everything is worth double the racism double the points so far karen is uh two and for two i know Woo-hoo! but will she be able to keep up that streak when we go into the bonus round fingers crossed okay no she normally struggles <laughs> i know the bonus questions when the uh when everything's on the line when the heat turned up karen has these uh these moments where it's just you know it doesn't go as well as it should for her <laughs> come on so um let's see uh a fed the feds have arrested a rapper who bragged about getting rich from edd claims in music video uh edd claims uh what what are edd claims mm-hmm. uh oh edd debit cards i guess like the uh for some of these covid this unemployment covid money Mm. rapper who bragged in a music video about getting rich from an unemployment scam is now facing federal charges according to a criminal complaint 31 year old fontrell antonio baines exploited the pandemic unemployment assistance provision of the federal coronavirus act he applied for more than 1.2 million dollars in jobless benefits 
Federal officials say right now he lives in Hollywood Hills, and in a video, he bragged he's going to get stacks of these while holding up envelopes from EDD. A second man in the video raps, quote, You gotta sell cocaine, I just file a claim. If convicted, he <laughs> faces up to 22 years in federal prison. <laughs> like y'all doing the hard work. No, he did not. I filed a claim. Y'all out there on the street corner. Bars. Okay. For CBS provision of the federal. Oh, okay, Karen. Guess the race. Oh, them niggas. All right, them niggas. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe. You gotta file a claim. I, you gotta sell cocaine. I just file a claim, okay? Just, <laughs> That's good. Oh man. Uh Frontrail equal nigger. Black, them niggas per Karen. Niggerish nigger shit. Negroids. <laughs> Negroids. Because uh, only we would say some shit like that. So black. Porch monkeys. Frontrail. Dead giveaway had bars now he behind bars <laughs> blackity black <laughs> negras the correct answer is and everyone got it right black <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious <laughs> oh my god what the fuck possessed you to put these in? <gasps> i mean they holding the checks in the video and flash them in front of the camera holy shit you why are you confessing to the crime right i mean you supposed to confess the crimes you didn't do not the crimes you do do right oh you know my the goodness. federal government gonna want their money then 1.2 whatever million dollars yes they're gonna they're gonna investigate that bro your name is fine trail they're gonna find you your name gonna flag for investigation trust they, yeah that's not like all facts is go to jail go directly to jail do not pass go i bet i bet you them niggas on the block laughing at you now uh, you in there with the cocaine cocaine slangers yes damn i can't believe he got approved for them laws that's that's, that's the a most lot of that's, that's the secret like 1.2 billion good god that's what he need to teach us how you get approved for them loans in the first place oh you know what he probably just put white on the race box uh <laughs> <laughs> that's probably all the secret he just like fine trail uh race caucasian they were like okay here's 1.2 million dollars in checks enjoy good sir sorry for the inconvenience uh all right sore ratchet this time <laughs> A man tries breaking into a home with a sword. Oh shit. Uh Spotsylvania County, Virginia. Deputy say a man tried to break into a home with a sword early Thursday morning. It was around twelve thirty AM. He gave police got called for a burglary in process. When the deputy arrived, he saw two fifteen year olds and a fourteen year old in front of the townhouse, along with a man bleeding from the face. 
oh shit the teens told the deputy they were walking around when the man identified as michael wright 34 came out of his home and started yelling at them for being too loud the teen the teen then said wright went back inside his home and got a sword and that's when they ran home and shut the door behind them that's reasonable moments later they heard banging on the front door and what appeared to be right hitting the door with the sword moments later because they was making too much noise (laughs) that's reasonable wow uh an adult at the home called 911 and the deputies came over the three teens then went out back of the home and confronted right they were then able to hold him by force the teens were not injured but right did get cuts to the face right is charged with attempted malicious wounding breaking and entering in the night dwelling in a the night dwelling what is that yeah, i don't know that's, that's a that's, different type of law i said that's not in the states then, is it no that's america oh what's a night dwelling it's like where dracula stay what the fuck <laughs> is a night dwelling <laughs> he's just dwelling around it's a, it's hanging listen, around uh witches be in here uh the warlocks okay this is the way we did the salem witch trials the fucking night dwellings uh you know what if you get 60 gold coins from your mission <laughs> come on, and come to the can... night dwelling we'll upgrade your sword to plus two attack come on uh and destruction of property he is being held without bond at jail and he is black i know oh I, got, I knew that would shock y'all too i'd have got that one wrong it's shocking to me too god damn it <laughs> all right y'all that's it for today last episode ever that is not exclusively on spotify yeah and also last time we can leave a crowd cast up that isn't a premium show that is true so yeah so for y'all for those people that are listening live y'all have to pay attention to crowdcast because if you don't catch it live you won't be able to watch the replay Mm-hmm. so just letting you know like mm-hmm. live listeners you can't check it out later you just gotta from this point on unless you're premium then premium people can always listen it's to like, like balls deep yes. and pregame and stuff but yeah all right y'all that's it for today until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.